Can't sell it anywhere else, man. It's right here in West Virginia. This is the Community Podcast with Zach Beard and Aaron Marco, two Morgantown real estate agents highlighting the good people of our city and state. We're taking you behind the sign, connecting interesting people, places, and faces. Why they do what they do and how they came to be doing it. We're building a better community. So you got to spend a little time on the water recently, didn't you? I did yesterday. Not quite winter yet, was, but uh, I tell you, it was. Uh, so I just just bought a kayak. I've been looking for for some time. I've been wanting to get out on the water. Had a canoe for a long time, but there's not a lot of people that want to go out and do those things. At and least it's not, not tough to solo canoe. It's it is tough. I mean, there's ways to do it, but it's certainly slow. It's a little bit cumbersome, and uh, yeah, it's just not the optimal way to do it if you're going to do it by yourself. So I been looking for a kayak and i found one i bought a used one because i just want to try it out and there's there's many people like it's like a treadmill you buy it and it sits there and then becomes a coat rack yep well i wouldn't end up hanging coats on my kayak maybe you could some boots sit, in it yeah right it could certainly sit out there doing nothing but i'll tell you man i got out a little bit yesterday what length did you get it's a 16 footer it's, it's a sea kayak yeah you know because ultimately i'd like to be able to get into some coastal waters and some more expedition style stuff and i'm hoping you do the same it'd be fun Take a little, a little adventure, do some camping. Oh, it was a good time, Maybe man. some hunting. Yeah, a- absolutely. And that's exactly, I, I just, I want to do a Newfoundland moose hunt out of Can that. Can you uh, strap a, a deer or a moose to the back of that kayak? Um, I'm thinking about the weight. I, I would actually look to probably uh, take an inflatable take, or something. And then pull and, behind. And pull, pull it that'd out. Yeah, that, that'd probably be, and, and I might be thinking totally wrong on this. And uh, but A small white tail might be okay. called an adventure. You know what I mean? It is. Yeah, right? Lewis and Clark, did they have it all figured out when they headed out? No. A little bit. Yeah, no. They, yeah. they didn't even have an inflatable. That's exactly right. <laughs> they did have an air rifle. Little known fact. They, they, had, they had an actual air rifle. I actually did not know that. Yeah, you should check that out. That's, oh, well. Yeah, yeah, fun fact right there. Well, good stuff. So what's uh, 2022 real estate looking like for you? I'm excited about it, man. You know, you know as well as I, you, you're, you're light years ahead of me and all that kind of stuff, you know. So this is really my first real year um, finishing up in, you know, residential, quote unquote, residential real estate. And I had a good year. I got to say God was good to me all the way around. What were your expectations for your first year? Essentially, well, you know, I didn't have any Zach. I, I rarely have. Uh, you know, I, I said a long time ago that uh, expectations can lead to disappointment, mm-hmm. and so I don't like being disappointed. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Try to make the best out of it. And I had a good year. You know, uh, really, really had a great year. I'm hoping next year's better. Obviously, this is year one, so I'm just uh, in a lot of ways following your lead. Uh-huh. You know, you do such a great job. You had a tremendous year. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, I'm hoping it. Continues it continues that way for 2022. Well, you're pretty good at uh, helming that ship and kind of steering it. Um, and that's the thing that a lot of people miss. A lot of people are adrift on a lot of things, but clearly you're somebody that's very focused. You go to work every day. I've seen in this in this business, in the real estate business, that there are a lot of um, kind of part-timers, you know, and that's all well and fine, yep. you know, but, but it takes doing transaction after transaction after transaction to look, all skills are depreciable. Right. You know, whatever it is where you're playing baseball or you're shooting guns or doing whatever, if you don't do it for a while, you're not as good at it. You need to be in it all the time. And and that's what I've learned over this year is that by, you know, in my first year doing whatever I did, 12 or 14 transactions, 
which is pretty good. You know, um, also maybe, maybe a few more in that. Um, that's very good. Yeah. You know, so, um, it gave me an opportunity to really be in it all the time, you know, and be learning, but, but like you, Zach, you're, you're somebody that values your education in anything, you know, and that doesn't necessarily be a, you know, a traditional education, but anytime you're doing anything, you're, you're, you're always learning. That's right. You're learning and you should be. So I try to spend, you know, at least a couple of days a week, you know, uh, reading information about FHA loans, VA loans, um, just different things in the process so I can be a better benefit ultimately to the, to the clients that choose to work with me. Sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, sometimes it feels tedious maybe going to the office every day, doing whatever, especially when it feels like there's nothing to do, but it's just pinging away at stuff. That yeah, but you're always finding something to do. You know, one of the things that just – there's many things – that you do that amaze me and just your level of professionalism in, in, in the way you do your own photographs and are high level. Like, I mean, your, your photographs of homes are as good as anybody that I've seen. I hope so. Or maybe a little bit better. They, they are, yeah. they, they are than, than most, but as good as everybody's, but better than, better than most. That's just come with years of practice and trying to always get it better. Yeah. But not everybody, not everybody sees it that way. Not everybody's willing to put the, the countless hours in sitting in front of the computer, learning how to run Photoshop sure. and Lightroom and those various yeah. programs. And sometimes that almost, it, it comes as a, as a ding. Cause you know, you're going to a listing appointment and they're like, well, do you do professional photos? You know, I know X, Y, and Z does. I'm like, well, I can do that for you. And I have done that by quit. Um, just because over the years I've developed a way to do it myself. Yeah. And your portfolio. So I got to back that up Yeah, yeah well, with that, that portfolio. That, well, that's, that's and thankfully exactly I've been right. able to do that. But for a while there, that was a, I think a hindrance. Well, that's right. That's the easy way out. So you can, you can just hand that off to somebody else, Yeah, which is what 99.9% of the people do just, hand which is it. good. I mean, yeah, it right. creates jobs right. for everybody. That, that's absolutely right. But the harder thing is, is to become a professional at that, at as, that well. as well. Yeah, that's right. And that's not, that's not, not everybody's wired to do that kind of stuff. And you are, you know, sure. so in many ways, uh, You've been a great influence on me, and I appreciate it. Excellent. As we wrap up the year, I Let's guess. Wrap up you know? the, yeah, and uh, dive into twenty twenty two. I think maybe I get bored easily. I don't know. I get it's bored so much, but I just I like having something to do. Yeah, me too. Staying busy. I, I, I'm the same thing. You yeah, know? like I'm I'm one hundred percent. Eight p.m. I'm like, what am I going to do now? Right. Because you know, I can't sit on this couch. It's not yep. going to happen. So. All those little things just give you extra stuff to do. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to 22 in a, in a lot of ways in, in real estate business and uh, in the outdoors in West Virginia and community, the community podcast, you know, I mean, we don't know the results as of yet. Um, we were luckily enough to be nominated uh, for best of Morgantown. And then we made the second cut, you made know, getting, around getting, and- getting nominated is not, not all that difficult, but making it through the first cut, you know, is uh, something. Yeah, without know, a doubt. So. yeah. I'm happy for that. Maybe if, if it's not this year, maybe it'll be next. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we're on the right track, we got, we got, you know. And so I'm looking forward to what we do with this podcast. We've had some great guests, you know. Twenty, you know, the, the the past year we've had tremendous, tremendous guests, great conversations with them, and I'm looking forward to more of the same. There's there's no shortage of great people to talk to around here, um, and so I'm looking forward to doing a lot more of it. Me too. I think we're going to see some good growth. I do too. We got some help coming, and that's, I think it's only going to. That's get exactly better. right. As we grow this as well. Yep. Season two, first episode. Man, that's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah, it's been a whole year. I'm Rap. episode one. You're episode one. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of pressure. It is. <laughs> episode one, season two. Yep. Yeah, good. We made it, we made it through anyway. Uh, I guess we're all making it a little. 
without a doubt. Yeah. So you, you've done quite a bit of commercial uh, work, Aaron, right? Yeah, I did. Over uh, the years? Yeah, I'd have. I wouldn't say a whole lot, but I've done some. But it's gradually going to become your, your forte. Yeah, working towards that, you know, it kind of really depends on where the market goes. You know, at the end of the day, we're all uh, chasing the market. Yep. You see a lot of those being fully furnished, partially furnished, unfurnished? Well, I see a lot of furniture in those, whether it conveys or not, sometimes is a point of contention. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Our guest today, he's kind of specializes in that. He'll stock it up for you. I like to think so. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Dave McCormick with the Mega. Commercial Interiors. Commercial Interiors. Morning, Dave. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to have you on this morning. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your business. How many years have you been going? Oh, we uh, started uh, eight years it's been. It was December 2nd of 13. That was our, that's, that was day one. And so we just celebrated our eighth year in business. It's flown by. We um, opened a second location in Charleston, uh, unfortunately, about five months before the pandemic hit and, yeah. and at the <laughs> second half of 2019. So that kind of went on the ice uh, pretty quick. And then we got things ramped back up down there. And um, it's, it's, it's standing on its own, and we're doing pretty well down there too. So we've got two locations in West Virginia service the north and the south and um um we uh uh basically pe people ask me what we sell you know omega commercial interiors what is that well the easy answer is anything that's not in your house so it could be um outdoor furniture it could be healthcare furniture it could be off traditional office furniture lobby furniture um, well, for a lot of people, I think they maybe don't really know the difference between furniture that you might have in a lobby and what you might have in, in your living room. Yeah, well, th that's a good question. And uh, commercial furniture is, is, is manufactured, uh, it, most of it's custom. So you get a lot of things that you uh, are imported that are quite literally right now sitting in ships out in the Pacific Ocean. Wait... The, the imported stuff is a lot cheaper um and but the stuff a lot of the commercial furniture industry uh a lot of the furniture is still made in the united states whereas residential is not yeah the vast majority of it's imported yeah so in in north carolina indiana iowa michigan those states produce a lot of commercial furniture office furniture and it's built after it's ordered okay so there's no inventory. We don't have a store. So if you say, "Hey, uh, we want to," I, I need a new desk, um, in in you know, or new office, whatever the case may be. One of our designers will work with you, and and you'll pick out the finishes and colors and things of that nature. We order it, and then it gets made, which lends itself to these. Uh you know, manufacturing chain uh, disruptions that we kind of see going on right now. Has that affected your industry greatly? Like I know sometimes like kitchen cabinets, man, you're, you're looking at, you know, maybe 30 weeks to, to get cabinets in. Yeah, it, it, it has. And it's, and it's because the, um, a lot of the components, let's just take an office chair. Every, you know, Something in a nice one right now. Something every something everybody we can relate how to. awesome these chairs are. So, well, thanks. <laughs> so um, let's just take the casters for instance. The the wheels, the little yep. wheels, the casters on the chair. You know, 
those may come be made in China and, and they're shipped to the United States to Kimball or National or Han or any of the manufacturers that we represent. And they can build the whole chair is sitting in the warehouse, just like the trucks and cars that are built right. and they're sitting in a parking lot with no chip in them. Yep. Well, these chairs are built and they're sitting in a warehouse with no, with no casters on. on them. Yeah. So, so yes, it's affected us and we've had to scramble around, uh, and, and try to find, uh, manufacturer flavor of the week, if you will, that we, where we can get product. Right. And, um, uh, and, and, uh, the, the general lead time in our industry is three to six weeks on a, on, on a, in a normal world. So we've, we've done a really good job of keeping the lead times in that four to six week area. Still pretty much on pace. Still pretty much on pace. Yeah. We actually had an excellent year this year. 2020 was terrible, just like it was for a lot of businesses. We're lucky to hang in there and 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 um, manage our business uh, um, lean and and uh, efficient. And the you know we got the PPP money just like a lot of people yep. did, and um, it 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 floated us through through to 2020 back when we thought everybody was going to die that got COVID, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> you were right. You know, at the beginning it was scary. We didn't know. Nobody was, knew. Everything right? was an unknown at that point. So, uh, it was very difficult. Then this year, uh, even though we've still been technically in this pandemic, you know, and I know a lot of, you know, you, you read and you see on TV and about, Oh gosh, everybody's working from home and they're, you know, that, you know, my wife works from home, but I'm going to tell you, there's still a ton of businesses and companies and hospitals and whatnot. They're not working from home. They're, they're, well, have you seen a shift? Like, like I would think outwardly, I would think that a lot of office, traditional office space might be dwindling a little bit, but have you seen a shift in the, in the commercial market to maybe more of the hospital healthcare? Settings? It has. Well, I should have probably pointed this out at the very beginning. Most of what we do is healthcare. Uh huh. That's the biggest uh, segment, the vertical right. market, silo, whatever you want to call it, uh, whatever buzzword you want to use. That's the biggest part of our business. Uh, we do business with uh, 24 or five hospitals in um, West Virginia. Um, we're actually a member of the West Virginia Hospital Association. We have a two designers, two of our designers. Uh, that's all they do is healthcare, strictly healthcare. You yeah. guys, when you started out, you were in the little uh, warehouse down there, crossing the airport, and you had what Peggy, Renee, yourself, and three of us. Yeah, three of you guys. We had three of us and um, two delivery guys, and we found an old. Uh, uh, used Hertz rental box truck at a equipment auction we bought for $2,000. And it was yellow, so we had to paint it. And, Zach, you remember that was a pretty sparse existence we had uh -huh. in that little metal, metal building. 
and um uh but you got you got traction in the community very quickly very seemingly. quickly there's there's not a lot of people that do what we do there's that's really, what I was curious about. Was there much competition? I mean, there, you've been in business not. eight years. It, it, yeah. it, it, there is literally, this is hard to believe, there are, there are three companies in the state that do what we do that are domiciled in West Virginia. Right. Now, there's a few in Pittsburgh that, you know, infiltrate the northern half of the state, possibly, you know, and you got a couple in the Baltimore area that, 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 you know, raid, uh, the Eastern panhandle. Um, but as far as West Virginia domiciled tax paying voting yeah. companies, there's three and two of them in Charleston. Well, and we have an office in Charleston. And so we're the only one here. And, um, uh, again, there's out-of-state companies, but the, the only ones that are West Virginia companies, there's only three. So there is, you know, it's a it's a big market. And well, personally, I love to hear these origin stories. You know, that you, you know, we started lean and we grew it and we did that because a lot of people only see what's here and now and they don't really know that backstory. What was it you were doing prior to commercial? Uh, interiors and what led you towards this business i mean how did you pick this out as a that's, as a a, that's another question necessary? i get a lot and it actually we worked for a competitor uh yeah that happens to spin and, off, and yeah. um so we we and i keep saying we my my i have a business partner peggy lovio uh, uh -huh. she, we started she's a designer um so we worked for another company that was and and we're in in this sphere mm -hmm. and um we uh uh which which we still have a good relationship with our competitors i mean we don't you know we it's it, you know it's kind of like the car dealers they fight each other tooth and nail over sure. selling you a car but you know at the end of the day they go all have a beer together and yep. they're, they're kind of you know they're friendly so our, ours is kind of that way um so so we so we started we branched out on our own and and like Zach said you know I st my first office was a card table and a chair for my dining room table and a box of business cards and cell phone and a lawn chair that was in my office <laughs> and uh, it was uh, I, think, I, a, I think some actually, golf clubs I actually have a picture of it you can't see it on on there but that's it day one so. Um, Anyway, so so we started that, and 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 we we've grown from that, and we to the two offices we have now, and um, uh, you, you know, employment fluctuates, people come and go, but generally we've got sixteen to nineteen employees, um, full time, uh, six installers, five or six designers, an admin staff. Oh, it's a pretty big operation. Uh, yeah, really. it, it, yeah, yeah, and and so I wear a lot of hats. I'm the HR guy. I'm the sales manager. That's I'm the, small business, right there. You, you know, yeah. what I mean, it's just, you just have to learn. To, and they tell you, you screw a lot of stuff up too. But, but that's how you learn. Oh, I've been I mean, because there. <laughs> there, there's I'm no there's no book you check out of the library that you're going to line of do people even do that anymore? Uh, there's no yeah. there's no, book in the there's library. No, <laughs> there's no. Uh, 
um, uh, thing you can Google just to tell you how to have a business. And and there's a lot of people that are in business that probably shouldn't be, but I'm not going to act like we're perfect. We've messed some stuff up, and that's how you learn. And and you know, and and you do some things wrong, and you just you know. I think at the end of the day, if you just are honest with people. I know that sounds really cliche, and it's you, so true. Just, just say, look, because everybody screws so stuff true. up. I mean, yeah. you know. So you just got to tell them, look, we we made a mistake. We yeah. ordered mahogany. It was supposed to be, you know, Let's walnut. Out how to fix I, it. I mean, I'm sorry, it was our our mistake, and we're going to fix it. We'll get you another one, and you can use this until then. People appreciate that, oh, you yeah. know. And problems don't get better with with time. I tell our employees that all the time. You know we're human. We're gonna make. We're gonna mess some stuff up. You just gotta. It's how you handle it when those things happen. You know we've. I mean, you know installers things get broken. You just, I mean, it just happens. And you see, so you gotta fix it. You gotta instead of trying to hide things and and you know worry about somebody getting mad at you. Um, you know people can take bad news, but what they don't like are surprises. Sure. Or getting. BS'd. Yeah. Right. Everybody's got a good BS check. And they often say it's not the crime, it's a cover up. It's you know, right. That really yeah. Off, I mean, you, know? you want, you know, we can be, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I tell people all the time, look, because we get delays on stuff, which, you, like, as we've already touched on a lot. And, and, and I just tell our, our project managers, designers, I'm like, hey, look, tell the customer it's delayed. They're not going to be happy, but if they're supposed to have this stuff next Wednesday, and it's not going to be here next Wednesday, we got to tell them before next Wednesday, before next Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. then they're really going to be mad. Yeah. So, so you've got to really manage all that with your people, because most people are wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Absolutely, they don't want, yeah. they don't want to have hard conversations. So, when you're in business for yourself. You get all of it. It matters. Yep. And you and you have to coach that and you have to you know, your team has got to understand that. And to me, when you start a business, I don't care what you're selling or what you're doing. If it's a service oriented business and you're cleaning carpets or you're selling furniture or you're selling whatever you're doing. You got you got to be honest with people. It's all about integrity at the and, end and of the day. Gotta, That's really how you have to approach it. You you gotta keep your customer abreast of what's going on and they appreciate that. And and then you know you take care if something goes wrong you take care of it and they I tell you what sometimes that's better than things going perfect because they see that you have a vested interest in their business and you're going to you know make things right so so that's one of the kind of cornerstones that we that we you know uh, have built this thing on and and um, you know we've grown yeah. And, but, but I'm not one of these guys. It's like, we've got all these lofty sales goals to hit and, you know, um, um, we want to be the biggest, biggest, this or the big, the best. Here's, here's the bottom line to me is we employ people, pay them, pay them more, more than the market you know, or at least or more than what the market is, provide insurance for them, retirement plan, a safe, nice place to work, take care of your customers, have a little fun, 
don't take everything life and death serious. Have a little fun. And you know what? The growth just happens. It takes care of itself. Yeah, it's organic. I tell you, you make some fantastic points, and you say you, you can't Google that stuff. But at the end of the day, if you can put that little bit into a bottle, I mean, you could sell that all day long to people in a small business. But I love the idea that you said that it was through that adversity that people really got to see the effort that you put into yep. their businesses. And I really like that point. And, I didn't want to just gloss over that because I think that was a very key point. And if people shy away from even talking about that stuff. But that, yeah. I don't care what business you're in. You got to deal with things like that. That's and right. Because it's not going to be perfect no. every time. And you got to, and, 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 you know, uh, the salesman always wants to act like it is, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. and that's fine. But, but, you know, so, so we, so we've tried to try to have tried to base our business on those types of things and being fair to people. And we are casual here at work, you know, and, and, um, and I think our employees like that. And, and then in, in, you know, the profits take care of themselves Yep. in, in, you know, we give back to the community, uh, we've got several local charities that we support. That's another thing that I felt was important when we started the company was, you know, we're not going to be greedy. Um, we're going to share uh, some of our profits with, you know, some local charities. We we support the Cancer Center at WVU uh, annually. Now, is that just through a financial donation, or it's do you through, take part in just this? Through, do you sit on any boards or anything I'm, like that? I'm or? on the advisory committee for the Cancer Center. Because sometimes it's really easy just to cut a check. Yeah. But it's another thing to invest your time and in, in your in your actual person into these things. Well, you know, I, and I am involved in it. Um, and uh, the Bonnie's Bus uh, uh, is a great program. I don't know what that one is. Well, that, that's the... the uh, 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 through the cancer center, the uh, uh, mammogram, uh, free mammogram. Oh, oh, so they just for, roll around to a rural it's a bus. communities. Yeah, and, so forth. and they, Bonnie, and, and, and it's named after a lady that you know uh, that was in that arena and in in that situation, and it goes all over the state. Don't roll into Walmart, you get a free mammogram. Right. I mean. It's, Think about that. So, anyway, uh, we do that. Yeah, a lot of communities that don't have access to health care, especially in, in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. You go to the rural areas, and and, uh, and and people don't have insurance. Right? That's right. So, they can't just go get your annual mammogram you know, or what uh, screening. That's a great program. So, it is a great program. So, we have an, we have an annual pledge to, to them. Uh, we, we're heavily involved with the Children's Hospital. Uh, and we plan on doing the same thing there uh, annually with them. We're doing some things with them uh, through the gala and, and, and that's coming up and whatnot. And then the, the, another charity that, that, that we support is the uh, Mon County Child Advocacy Center. And my partner Peggy's a past uh, board member there. Um, another very important yeah yeah, i don't even want it's just unbelievable what they what those folks do and and and, and people have no idea and it's awful but they they do the hard work i mean you want to talk about doing the hard work they they do the hard work oh i totally agree i know some people that are involved with that and it's just uh just the what you have to wear you know emotionally to go through those oh it takes uh, a special person i mean it really does so so we try to help them 
one thing we do for them is we are the home run, official home run sponsor of the West Virginia Black Bears. So every time, uh, and I'm a big sports fan, so every time the somebody hits a home run for the Black Bears, we donate $50 to the Child Mon County Child Advocacy Center. So at the end of the year, you know, you know those guys will hit, you know, whoa, I'm 2500 3000 whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right, yeah. So uh, we – It's kind of open-ended. <laughs> yeah, you don't know until the end yeah. of the year. So on the last game, uh, we present a check to them on the pitcher's mound with, you know, get them some exposure to. And, yeah. And uh, the Black Bears have been great partners. Uh, Matt Dreyer over there, he's a, he's a great guy, does a great job with the Black Bears. And they've, um, uh, you know – giving us some plugs for the charity and whatnot uh on the air over there and so so that's some fun we do too and then you know we the, the, he gives us i don't know 50 tickets or 100 it's a lot the tickets so we give them to the, the advocacy center they bring all the kids to the yep. game it's it's a good deal so we <clears throat> so we try to give back to the community and you can't support every charity or what or, you know and, and and a lot of people need help but so we try to pick a couple and, that's all you can do you can't focus. you can't do them all you gotta yeah. if everybody does that then all the bases gets covered you know i really like so we covered kind of the origin story a little bit and then you know what you've been been doing recently and how you've been giving back to the community any other things you're involved with in the community well you know just i we we try to all the little things, the tables to this and the yeah. sponsorships of that. You know, we we whether it's the the uh, chamber of commerce or the you know the the cancer center gala and things of that nature. So we try to we try to be present at the at those types of things. Um, so what's uh what's uh where, what kept you in Morgantown when you were young? You went to WVU. Did you ever leave the state? Come I back? Di- I did. I was. I did. I. I took a quite a quite a diversion. Um, I moved to South Louisiana, and really? uh, I grew up in Logan. Family's still there. I grew up in a family business, furniture business, a residential, uh, uh, and it was actually a department store. Uh, so my, furniture's in your blood. It there. is, <laughs> and, and, and it started. My great grandfather started in 1936, and um, it's called McCormick's downtown Logan. It's still there. My dad runs it. My brother works there. Uh, and I left the nest when I graduated from WVU in '92 or whatever, and um, took a job with a company um, based in West Virginia and. They sent me to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and my territory was New Orleans and Baton Rouge, and they gave me a map and a list of customers. So was that furniture sales? It was printing. Printing, all right. How about that? Uh, Same company, though, that that, that, that the furniture, it's a conglomerate. It's furniture, it's a bunch of other stuff. But anyway, I was on the printing side of things, and so I lived down there for four and a half years. And had a blast. I, I consider New Orleans and Baton Rouge area that I ten corridor there. I don't want to say home, but it, it was for a while. And I have a fondness of South Louisiana. It's the closest thing you can do to leaving the to, to being in a foreign country without leaving <laughs> oh, sure. the United States. Drive through liquor stores. It's unbelievable. Can, can the up, food is incredible. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I got I got homesick 
you know, I did. And um, I wanted to move back to West Virginia. And, um, you know, I had an opportunity to move to Morgantown. And uh, that was in 1999. So, uh, so I moved back, moved to Morgantown and um, um, met my business partner. We worked together, uh, and then you know we for since then since '99 and um, uh, did the same thing up here as I was doing in South Louisiana. And she was selling furniture, and that you know that evolved in that relationship evolved into you know. Um, a great working business relationship and we uh fast forward to 2013 and that's when we decided to start omega commercial interiors but uh but yeah i had a you know i i could have very easily zach went back to logan and joined the family business i'd still be there today sure yeah. but I, you know i just thought you know i'm i've been working in this store since i was in seventh grade you know every summer every weekend christmas you know i laid carpet i've delivered furniture i sold men's clothes i washed the wind i mean i did everything yeah. and um fa- small business family business you wear different hats so I that's know, i know it well so that's so that's what i you know when i i kind of had the foundation to do this um from that experience growing up and, and uh family of entrepreneurs on both sides my mom's dad was a uh, was in the mine cable repair business electrical cable um for 38 years or something so he started his own company i mean I, so i'm all around, i'm around all these people growing up what well, seems your experience has served you quite well yeah started their own companies and i just you know it really wasn't that scary to me to do it's just like just do it just do it's next step Right, That's what you and, do. and um, so we, we, uh, uh, we, we've accomplished what we've accomplished just by doing the little things like I talked about, um, you know, and trying to do the right thing and have a nice place to work and treat your customers right and, you know, give back to the community. And then all the, the sales and all that takes care of itself. Yeah. It's all those small things. Like yeah. you said, what are your plans for the upcoming years? well you know I, I could ask that a lot too you know i really don't have an exit plan and i'll tell you that sounds pretty immature to say at this point in my career but my dad's 74 and he still goes to that store every day yeah and why not and that's what he does yeah. it's just what he does plays golf and does that Throw, gets a fit. it's not even work anymore it's not even work anymore it's, it's just part of your i'm i'm same way i can't imagine if I, if I wasn't here, if this company was sold or ceased to exist, I mean, I'd have, I could have a hot dog stand or a t-shirt sure. shop or something. I mean, I got to do something, right. you know, I got to, so, um, I like being around people, talking to people, transactions, just all that goes along with it. And, you know, so I, I can't imagine not doing this. And I like having employees. I love my employees. It's our work family, we call it. We, you know, um, we've got a great group, great core of, of people here. And, you know, geez, I I just hope it does. I don't want it to end. I don't see why it should. I love seeing it. West Virginia people with I do too. successful businesses yeah. here. Yeah. State well, in the state. 
I appreciate you guys having me on today um, and let me tell my story and and uh, tell about our company and it's uh, I love to I love doing it. Uh, you, you can tell that the genuine love that you have for what you're doing is evident uh, when you sit down and talk a little bit. Thanks for spending your time with us today and getting an opportunity. I know I'm personally uh, thankful to sit down and learn about you and what your business does. All right, guys. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>